Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. You got me, Kevin Hagelin, Corey Majors, Mike Bassick, and Alec Medford, who's been with us all week, so he will obviously undoubtedly be with us tomorrow. We have Chris Strong as tomorrow. well. What? Yeah, Alec, it's been a good run. Appreciate everything you've done, man. Y'all got sick of me already? Oh, it has absolutely nothing to do with us. Because mm. um, you support The Rock against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And I yeah. think, Kevin, you introduced our show incorrectly. Because you said Mike. That is not Mike today. That's Hockey Mike. Hockey, hockey Mike. Mike, baby. So we're going to ask the question if everyone is appropriately appreciating CeeDee Lamb's season. Talk about the Pro Bowl. Talk about practice squad updates, all that good stuff. But we have another question. Yes. Mike is wearing a Tolo made. In the, sp- yes. The Hockey Mike sweatshirt or hoodie. Hoodie. Should Mike wear his Hockey Mike hoodie to the game tonight? What is your concern about this? So I feel like. I love this hoodie. I'm wearing it today. I will wear it out as much as I can during shows when we're out at Buffalo Wild Wings, like tomorrow in Arlington or wherever we're at. It's really cool hoodie and very comfortable. But Hockey Mike is cool. On the back, it has Basic 51. Very cool. But if I wear this out in public with fifteen to 20,000 people, I feel like it's very – there's a very – Big ego part of wearing something with the your name but on you the back of it. Make it. I didn't Somebody make made it, it but for you. I just feel like there could be people walking by. Let's just say they have an idea of who I am, and they're like, "Oh gosh, that guy like thinks he's so big time. He wears like his own name that and number on the back of his hoodies well, and just stuff." Just think about what. What are you there to watch? All those people on the ice think they're so great. Yeah. They wear a jersey with their name. Yeah, they wear their own names. On they their should jerseys. be. They are awesome at hockey, and you're awesome. At hockey, Mike in it. I'm I'm very excited about tonight. As hopefully Wedgie steps up big time, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and mm-hmm. the Stars have a big win because let's face it, Colorado is probably a hair better than the Dallas Stars. This is my hockey see, take. I see that in a seven game series, I would be worried that the Avalanche would win the series, not easily, but win the series. So I think this is a really fun game to go to. But wearing hockey, Mike hoodie, awesome. Wearing Hockey Mike hoodie with Basic 51 on the back of it, I'm just a little bit, I don't want to come across as being a huge ego guy. Gotcha. I am famous. Yeah. <laughs> Even though at times. <laughs> oh, man. I definitely am oh, a hypocrite. Man. I would like to admit I am a hypocrite sometimes. 
<laughs> Holy cow, that timing. <laughs> that was great. You have earned a day off. Good job, yes. Alex. That, that was timing wonderful. was impeccable. Now, let's go to cut number nine if we can. We'll get to the Pro Bowl probably. But is everyone appreciating how amazing the CD Lamb season is? Prescott under center, second and four at his own 25. Play action fake, great protection. Deep ball to the left, Lamb. At the 39 and out of bounds, and C.D. Lamb has now caught more passes in one season than any Dallas Cowboy receiver ever. Now, I realize if you're comparing it straight up with Michael Irvin's 1995 season, it that's not an apples-to-apples comparison, right. even though he got it done in 16 games because of how much the passing rules and passing game have changed. I, I understand all of that. But as of... Right now, Lamb has 11 more catches than any receiver in Cowboys history. 48 more yards than Michael Irvin for the single season. But a couple of other things coming out of that game this past weekend is CeeDee Lamb had also put up the 227-yard game that was the most by any Cowboys player since Miles Austin in 2009. So in addition to having like an impressive compilation of statistics, mm -hmm. he has had some amazing singular games yes. as well. Yeah, no, uh, huge singular games that have been, he's been the focal point of the offense from Dak Prescott. And Dak knows I, I can get him open. I can find him open. I can put it in a tight window and still he's going to catch it and make a big play for us. And something special is going to happen. I do hate the fumble on the goal line. I'm still upset about that a little bit. Uh, it happened two weeks in a row where we fumbled on the goal line. And he has three fumbles. Out of the top receivers this league, that's the most the most fumbles uh, out of any receivers. Three. Um, but what we've, we're seeing, we don't see from the Cowboys. They don't have these types of seasons where it's like, and we asked for it last year. Make one receiver the focal point force him the ball. We don't oh. have to just throw it to all over the field all the time. And they said, well, all right, we'll show you we can do it because Devontae Adams can get 10 catches in his sleep every day. And here's CeeDee Lamb this year with the Mike McCarthy offense. They're saying we can get 10 catches in our sleep. You know, it'll be interesting is I know they have a game this Sunday, a practice game against the Washington can't play football commanders is in the playoffs. Will they continue to feed him the way they did against Detroit? Because that Detroit game was a correction from the Miami game. Yep. In the Miami game, the first two drives of the game, you're talking about the fumble by, I call him Daryl Johnston, but I know, or Bill Bates, but, uh, the fullback has yes. a fumble. Slicky, yeah. They go 74 yards pretty much, and then there's a fumble that uh, Miami recovers at the two-yard line. And then the next drive, CeeDee Lamb has two catches for a touchdown, the last one being a 49-yard touchdown. After two drives in that game, CeeDee Lamb had five catches for 102 yards. He had one catch for 16 yards. After the first two drives, five for 102, then one catch for 16 yards. I believe that came in the fourth quarter. I don't think he had a catch uh, pretty much in the second, third, and the majority of the fourth quarter. So he only had one catch after that start. And I think there was a correction after the Miami loss of why did we stop going away from CeeDee Lamb? Because I asked people who watched the All-22 and stuff, and like, they really didn't do much different. They got better pressure on Dak where he might have not been able to stay on yes. CD's route long enough. But for the most part, they didn't all of a sudden roll a hard double team over there against him in the Miami game after getting off to a great start. He's had an unbelievable year. The 
second best wide receiver in the league this year to Tyreek Hill. I think the third best receiver in the NFL, if everybody's healthy, I just think he's behind Jefferson and Hill, is I'm just hoping that what we saw against Detroit, that they just keep going to him and feeding him and make the defense make a major adjustment. One of the things that I hope would lead more to that is, Corey, this is something that you talk about a lot is catch efficiency Mm -hmm. per your targets is here are all the times that CeeDee Lamb has gotten more than 10 targets, all right? Because he had a slew of games there where he had exactly 10 targets, but games where he had more than 10 targets. So you're like, hey, we're forcing you the ball no matter what. Against the Jets, 13 targets, 11 catches. The Rams, 14 targets, 12 catches. The first time against the Eagles, 16 targets, 11 catches. You see it again against the Giants, the Seahawks, and then just this past week, against the Lions, 17 targets, 13 receptions. So even in the games, to your point, Mike, where they don't move away from him at all, and they're like, forcing the ball, forcing the ball, what happens? Nothing happens defensive adjustment-wise. He keeps catching the ball. Like, you don't see, yeah, well, he got 17 targets, but they only caught nine passes. Yeah. Is like, I'm not saying nothing happens defensive adjustment-wise. Right, right. I'm saying they still can't stop it. He keeps catching the ball. And if I have those games right, they won all those games. I'm not 100% sure. With the exception of the first Eagles game, okay, yes, they okay. did win all those Thank games. Thank you. So uh, I just look at it and— So 5-1 and one in those games. I know that Bobby Belt yesterday asked uh, Jerry Jones about, is C.D. Lamb the guy who stirs the drink? It used to be Ezekiel Elliott. That's what Jerry used to say. And he said, well, not necessarily because the quarterback kind of has to get the ball to the receiver where a running back— you're kind of just handing him the ball off 20 or 30 times a game if that's your main weapon. But I do think if C.D. Lamb has a below average game, and at this point, five for 100 is average. So if he does anything like that playoff, below average, below five catches, below 100 yards, I think the Cowboys have a great chance to lose that game. I do think he is that important. Tony Pollard, whether you think it's his fault or not, is not a good player this year. He's at best an average running back in the NFL, at best. Cooks is a nice number two receiver, but he – and he's had some unbelievably great late touchdown catches here late in the season. These last six games have been a huge pickup. But I don't feel like he can totally change a game. Ferguson, really nice tight end, can't totally change a game. Gallup's career's over. He's still on the team, though. Is like you just look at the rest of the Cowboys' weapons. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying CD is the one that can totally change a game and not he can change it for worse. But if you can't find him five to ten times a game for 100 or more yards, I think the Cowboys are in big trouble. The first six games of the year, Kevin, the Chargers, up to the Chargers game. Okay. He had one touchdown in the first six games of the year. Wow. Receiving. Uh, let's not go in. And he didn't have any any rushing touchdowns. Since then, he's only had two games where he didn't have a touchdown. And that and I think in... Did they lose both of those games? In the Buffalo game, he had one rushing touchdown, so he still got into the yeah. end zone. Uh, and then, Kevin, to go back to... It was Philadelphia. They lost that one. So, yeah. So, he's had a touchdown Makes in sense. every game, every game since then. And up to that point, I was saying, look, he's having a really good year except for the touchdown numbers. And now he has 10. He's third in touchdown, receiving touchdowns this year. Add in the extra rushing touchdowns. That's what, 12 right there for him? So he's not just a guy that that 
you say, we're putting him on the outside, and that's the only place that he's going to be. And people knock him for that. And I don't understand that. You have a receiver that can do all the things. He is a Swiss Army knife receiver, but he's not Wes Welker. He's like He can go outside and beat your best cornerback in his face, or he can go get the ball in the backfield and do something special. Nobody ever knocked Debo Samuel for that because Debo Samuel's tough, right? But CeeDee Lamb's doing all the same stuff and getting yards after catch as well. And now people are like, hey, yeah, don't let's look at Dak's numbers and the yards after catch that are happening there. That CeeDee Lamb's huge in yards after catch right now because Dak is actually hitting him in stride. They made a connection this offseason that grew and worked together. I'm really glad that you brought that up. It is weird to me that depending on which side of the narrative you're on, yards after catch are either a great uh, a great asset to why you're such a good quarterback or reason why you're not. Yeah. It's because I've heard that a lot against Brock Purdy. Is I, I'm not saying Brock Purdy is the greatest quarterback that's ever lived, but I don't think that yards after catch should always be the counted plays, against you. The plays are designed for it. Uh, uh, an example, I was watching Hard Knocks uh, in season with the Dolphins, and Tua makes a throw that's behind Jalen Waddle. I do believe, or maybe it was Berrios. And, it, and Mike McDaniel says, this is a bad throw. And he's, he's talking about everybody that did bad in this game. And he said, and look why. I designed this play for you to get a touchdown here. It's an 80-yard touchdown if you make that throw out in front of him yeah. instead of behind him. Yeah. And, so, and so that's what Dak is doing better. They connected. They worked out together in the offseason. And that is where Dak's first look is. And then it goes from there. And, it, and for the most part, it's winning. It's winning almost every time. And to, to y'all's point about how good CD has been this year, where he sits in the NFL. CD Lamb in the NFL this year, first in receptions, second in yards, third in receiving touchdowns. He has the longest catch among the elite group of wide receivers. He has the third most yards after a catch. He has a 72.6 completion to target percentage which is better than Tyreek Hill, and I think point one behind Amon Ross St. Brown, who we just saw, who's clearly an outstanding wide receiver as well. And then there's this. CeeDee Lamb has scored a touchdown, to Corey's earlier point, in eight straight games, the longest active streak in the NFL, and just the third time in the last 10 seasons a wide receiver has scored a touchdown in eight straight games. Now, I realize one of those was a rushing touchdown, but still along with Devontae Adams and Antonio Brown, who at the time yeah. they did it, held in very high esteem. Well, I will say that he is hot, C.D. Lamb, because last night I watched the five hottest players in all of sports and their cards. Number one's Lamar Jackson. His cards are going up sense. tremendously. Number five in all sports is C.D. Lamb. His cards are going up tremendously. So through this stretch, what he's doing – is at least by, let's say, a common fan. It doesn't have to be just Dallas Cowboy fans, but football fans in general are paying more money now to have C.D. Lamb stuff because that's where he's at. So I do get the Richard Shermans or whoever that still don't want to give C.D. Lamb as much credit as he deserves this year. There's plenty of people who are now spending their money 
uh, and more money than they ever have to get CD Lamb stuff. So if you had CD Lamb stuff before, now's the time to sell. Is what you're saying? In a way, yes. And, and, I can see that. And it goes back to Mike on after draft day saying he thinks that he's going to be the best uh, Cowboys receiver in the history of the game. My son keeps asking me, "Is he better than Michael Irvin?" And I said, "You have to give it time." And they're and different he players. He doesn't like that answer. I'm just like, look, Michael has. I'm not saying he's going to get three Super Bowls. He's right. not. But Michael Irvin let a whole career play out. We need to let the whole career play out. Because at this point, we probably thought Dez was going to be better than Michael Irvin, and he didn't even come close to it, to be honest, because of his lower body injuries that he suffered. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to CeeDee Lamb, but in his, this is his fourth year? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. He needs to play another four or five premium years, and then you can really have the sure, discussion, sure. hey, I think he's better than Michael Irvin, or no, I think Michael Irvin's better because of this. The I did want to point this out, Kevin. If he gets 10 receptions in the game against Washington, that'll put him at 132 this year. Okay. Which would still be sixth all time in a single season receptions year. Wow. Do you know, you know who number one is? It's like, is that one like 150? Like Cooper Cup or something? Michael Thomas, 149. So he would still be 17 Sheesh. behind Michael Thomas. Cooper Cup at 145. Marvin Harrison at 143 in an era where they didn't throw the football. And Antonio well, Brown. Not as, maybe as and Julio wasn't Jones. The 50s. It was the <laughs> 90s and 2000s. That's when that was, they, were the, they were so confused because they were like, hey, hold on. What's happening? Peyton Manning keeps throwing the ball on us. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnolo, right here on 105 Through the Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. How's it going, guys? We are doing well, doing well. I see that we have made some additions, some long rumored, some newer, to the practice squad. What do we need to know? Well, I, I think from a significant standpoint, it would be uh, finally coming to terms with Lyle Collins and adding Damian Wilson. Uh, 
Uh, I don't know about the other guys, Sadrajic, Thompson, and uh, Racy McGrath just seems to be kind of trading places with guys uh, at this point, although they probably needed um, another uh, running back on the practice squad because uh, that's kind of what Deuce was doing until they elevate him, or, or to, I mean, uh, for the scout team, because that's kind of what Deuce was doing. So they just add another guy and make sure they don't have to overwork uh, Rico Dotto, who basically told me yesterday that uh, while they got him listed as limited, he's good to go. And the fact that uh, if they really pushed the envelope last week. He said he could have played. They decided rest would be the smartest thing to do. So, uh, yeah, just kind of changing things in and out on the practice squad. Now, I think we have glossed over the most important detail, though, Mickey. It's Racy McMath, and that is an objectively amazing name. Uh, did you read why he's called Racy? No. It said in his bio that when his mom was pregnant he was always moving around a lot so they decided to call him racy because he was racing to get out <laughs> that's an awesome name and then having mcmath as your last yeah. name math not mcgrath or, yeah mcmath right i'm not arguing impact level <laughs> right. i just really like that last name right yeah mcmath that's a good one do you care at all about the pro bowl in general especially now that we're not doing the actual game? Uh, I, I think from the honor standpoint, I don't think the game ever mattered. Uh, I think it, you know, for, for the guys, it, it matters uh, sometimes for contract negotiations, right? Hey, I'm a pro bowler, right? Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's, uh, you know, interesting to see uh, just how, uh, you know, we know how the fans vote, but just see what the players and the coaches uh, kind of come down on and, you know, I think it tells you uh, one thing, what the league thinks of the Cowboys' talent since they had the second-most guys with seven. San Francisco had nine. Uh, so uh, somebody thinks there's some talent on this team. How bad does Washington need to lose this game? <laughs> How bad do they need to yeah, lose? Yeah, right lot. now they have they the need number to get two Drake pick. May. Yeah, they, need right. the, they have the number two pick. So how badly do they just need to say, we're not even trying this week? Well, they should have called up a quarterback off the practice squad and started him, right? <laughs> Instead of starting Howell. Well, maybe they know that Howell turned it the around. Ball over. Just yeah, think well, of history, Mick, if we would have got the steroid guy from Wisconsin instead of Troy Aikman. Do what now? Is that Mandrich? Yeah. Oh, Mandrich. Yeah, if we would have got steroids Mandrich instead of Troy Aikman. Wait, he wasn't Wisconsin, was he? Oh, what? where was he? Was it uh, Michigan? Michigan State? It, it was, was Michigan State, school. wasn't it? Yes, Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't going to happen. That was the Cowboys trying to play sly with the negotiations with Lee Steinberg on Aikman's contract. They were trying to say, well, you know, if, you, if this guy costs too much and we don't have a lot of money, we, we, can, we can do this Mandarich guy. That was never going to happen. <laughs> and, and, and as it turns out, Green Bay rules the day, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, because – the other four in that top five were all amazing. Yeah. With the exception. And they took the guy that was big and strong because of steroids. And then once he was getting tested for steroids, he basically fell out of the league. Now, I I, I, I get the sense that you don't necessarily believe in like a jinx or anything like that. But please tell me that you think. 
Micah Parsons quote of why he doesn't watch Brandon Aubrey is objectively amazing because he said even in the Super Bowl he wouldn't watch him kick the ball because right. I'm going to be praying you can never jinx it. I might stand up and the weight of the earth might tilt. Nope, I'm going to let him be. That is greatness. You know what? Do you think he lays around at night thinking of these things or they just kind of come out? I think know, they just come to him in the moment. Right. Yeah, like sporadic things that just, yeah. Which I kind of get his point, like maybe not the weight of the earth, which I do still love, though. But if you have a routine and it always works, I see why you would not want to break that routine. Well, do do you have any routines that you go, "Ah, I don't know? Yes. Plenty as a starting pitcher. Yes. Right? I always wanted to step over with my right foot over the foul line. I always just wanted to make sure that I put on my right sock first over my left. I don't know. It was oh, weird stuff. I, did it help? Obviously, I had a five-something ERA in the major league, so it helped tremendously. I mean, I have a routine that, you know, you, you try not to change just for general purposes, right? Left sock first, then right sock. Yeah. Uh, well, I, Mickey, I that's – like, hold on, hold on. I'm going to yeah. help make your oh, life better no, right now. Right All right. right. That's don't a foolish You can't put on both socks it. at the same time. You're that's impossible. You're wasting your time, Mick. You should do left sock, left shoe – then right sock, right shoe. You've just upped your efficiency and added a tiny bit of time. No, because what if I'm putting my socks on and then my shoes later? Yep, Why that's what are I you do. Putting sometimes. your socks on if you're not putting shoes on. Sometimes I do. I don't want to walk on the tile floor when it's cold. Yep. Huh. Yep. I do that sometimes too. Do you? Okay. I'm just sometimes I'm just socks. I just learned a lot. See, yeah. I didn't like the uh, what was the last road game? The my, Miami. Miami. Somebody parked in my spot at the charter site. Oh, oh well. and then they lost. I parked there forever, and somebody pulled in next to the light pole. Did you find out who it was when you guys got yes, back? Yes, I did. I need to say something for Ooh. this next game. Yes, you do. Oh. <laughs> do you want to reveal that person's yeah, name? Yeah, right let's put him on glass. <laughs> One time I did that to Kenny Lofton. He got really mad and called me Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. The funny part, though, is he's talking about Steve parking in his spot, and Mike's just standing there stretching, and he's like, Ooh, this Steve guy's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, Steve guy really screwed up. Well, and then we his got, we got to we've gotten to the root of this Washington game, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, important. Yeah, look, we're taking this game as seriously as Washington is because I, I'm not kidding when I say this. I, I realize every NFL team is a challenge, and you look no further than the Cardinals to see that. But right, I don't think Corey's wrong when he was like Washington definitely feels like they have a vested interest. I mean, in if losing. they win, do they lose that number two seed? Yes, or possibly yes. They could go well, to four or five. Yeah, yeah New yeah. England is has the same record Arizona does as well. So they're all three of them have are four and twelve right now. And then if they fall there, Giants, Chargers, Tennessee are all at five and eleven right now. So I wonder can, if somebody sent them the notice from uh, the '88 season when Green Bay ended up winning their last game and lost the chance to draft Troy Aikman. Because they had the magic man at the time. We need to say right? it. Don Mikowski, <laughs> was he already there? Yeah, I can't remember if he's already there, but it feels like it. All right, talking about this, this game then, and I know we've talked right. a lot about how the Cowboys have really dominated this division. This season, they have a plus 122 point differential, which is second best uh, since 2000 for the Cowboys. Is there anything in particular that you think has changed in these divisional games, aside from, obviously, 
the Giants and Commanders have not been very good this year. Well, I, I think, you know, the, the point differ, differential you pointed out, but I think the, the reason that is is the Cowboys are averaging 38 points a game in the division games. So they've wow. been scoring. They've scored 190 points uh, in, what, five, five games? Uh, so that's, that's the thing that had stuck out, uh, stuck out to me in these division games, that they've, they've scored 40, 23, 49, 45, and 33 uh, in the games they've played so far. And even, you know, the one they lost, they did score 23, gave up 28. Uh, so, yeah, and they very well could have won that and run the table, and this game wouldn't have mattered uh, if it wasn't for those, what, about five or six combined inches on two plays. They yeah. would have beat the Eagles. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think, I mean, you just look at the quarterback play. You know, I mean, Giants and uh, uh, Washington, Washington comes into this game, how's 20 touchdowns, right? Hey, great. 19 interceptions. That's supposed to be at a two-to-one ratio. Yeah. You know, not just one more touchdown than an interception. So I think you just look at the quarterback play and say, you know, who's had the best quarterback play? And it was obviously the Cowboys in, in Philadelphia. Now, I, I know we'll probably get even more information today, maybe eminently from McCarthy as well. How, how are you feeling about – Jonathan Hankins and Tyler Smith. I think um, Hankins ha has a chance. Um, at least he practiced on a limited basis. Uh, as for Tyler, you know, I, I could see him working on the cords, uh, the resistance cords, and he, he was doing all that without any problem. Uh, and then once again, you know, once you – uh, tear that thing instead of just you know partially tearing it. it it's better because uh, as it was explained to me, so you got a lot of nerve and fibers in there that when you stretch them, it's really painful. But when you tear them, those things aren't stretched. They're 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 separated, right? And that causes less pain than when they're just stretched and you're kind of stepping on them. So if that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's got a chance. I think a lot will depend on, you know, maybe what he can do in the Saturday practice, uh, which is a very light practice, but it's still a practice, and you got to get out there and do football stuff. Uh, so, but just looking at him on the cords, he was moving pretty good. You know, you, you, um, you know it's very hard to do those, those high steps when you have resistance cords, and he was doing them with no problem. Uh, and he was doing lunges, too, which for some of us, it's hard to do without a cord right. on us, right? And right. healthy. Uh, and he was doing those, too. So if you need any bit of optimism, uh, there you go. Uh, if not, I don't know that, you know, I, I, I thought Bass played good. I, I don't think he was terrible. I think you can get by and, and win with him out there. Um, so... Yeah, we'll see where it goes. I, I don't think Lael Collins is ready to play sure, anytime sure. soon, right? They're not going to send him out there after not playing since last January. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I think there's a, 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 at least a, a bit of optimism out there. We'll see what uh, McCarthy has to say here in a half hour or so on just where he thinks he's at. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much, good sir. We'll catch you again tomorrow. All right, keep your routine, all right? Indeed, indeed. Now, 
We mentioned this earlier, Corey. We just talked about the Pro Bowlers, but in case you missed it, CeeDee Lamb, starter for the Pro Bowl, well, theoretically would have been a starter for the Pro Bowl. Is he going to play in the flag football game? God, I hope not, right? Because he's in the Super Bowl. Well, that also, but like, no. What? Just because I don't want. He played in it last year. I just don't want something bad to happen. I get Devontae Turpin also played in it last year. And Dak Prescott made the uh, Pro Bowl team. Zach Martin would have been another starter for the team. So would have Micah Parsons, Jerron Bland, Brian Anger, and Brandon Aubrey. So the Cowboys got seven players on the Pro Bowl roster. Six of them would have theoretically been the starter if they would have had an actual Pro Bowl. Obviously, we've been done with that for a little bit of time now. And Dak Prescott, another Pro Bowl nod right What? Are you serious? I feel like you already knew that. Is he a good quarterback? Yes. He's a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next. How about some baseball nuggets with Mike Bashak? Yeah, tough story to talk about, but we will. Wander Franco arrested. More details to come. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Next. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. Time for some of that baseball nuggets with Mike Bashek. All right. So this is going to be a Major League Baseball baseball nugget because this has to do with budding superstar shortstop Wander Franco. Now, if you're just kind of listening to us because you're a football fan, thank you so much. Hang with me here. This is a big story. This is a unbelievable prospect who is paying off for the Tampa Bay Rays. He was becoming one of the best shortstops in the game. And last year, 
Uh, I'm going to guess right around the All-Star break. Does that sound about right? I think so. Wander Franco gets taken out of Major League Baseball because it looks like he had a relationship with a 14-year-old girl. And he was arrested this week in the Dominican Republic. Can we talk about that for just a second? Why too? was he arrested? Uh, well, he was, he was arrested because they were doing the investigation, and then they had a, uh, I believe it was a show up in court yes. on Tuesday or Wednesday, and he just no-showed it. Yeah. And I thought- that's, that's what he was arrested for. That's a bold move to, like, I realize yeah. sometimes you get a traffic ticket or something, people don't show up for court. Talk about my traffic ticket. Okay, I wasn't talking about you, just in general, but- that's a bold move when you're being accused of an inappropriate relationship with a minor and you're like, meh, I don't need to show up to court. Yeah. I think it was Tuesday he didn't show up and okay. Wednesday they had to search for him and they found him. Yeah. And so now he has officially been arrested. Well, if you're following on Twitter, people like Hector Gomez, who does a great job following MLB and then following kind of Latin America MLB, if you're following Jeff Passan, if you're following the people that really – uh, are baseball writers and do everything possible to give you as much information as possible. The information that we are getting as a public is really bad for Wander Franco. I will state this first. I felt like in July, August, as this story broke that he possibly had a relationship with a 14-year-old girl in the Dominican Republic, I thought, he will play baseball again. Well, I didn't think it would be in 2023, and I thought maybe not even in 2024. But I thought he's so talented. I hate saying this. I don't think this is you're right. Not advocating for but him, but in yeah, the in the world of sports, he's so talented that I could see him at 23 years old, yeah. approximately, coming back to baseball for the Tampa Bay Rays in like 2025. He made the major leagues at 19. He got a huge nine-figure deal i think it was close to 200 million which tampa doesn't do right but they were like this guy's so good we will with our 5,000 fans that come to our playoff games <laughs> we will give him a huge contract buy him out of his arbitration years buy him out of some years of free agency and for wander he was like i'm still going to be a free agent at 29 30 years old after this approximately close to 200 million dollar contract was done i think it was less than that but Anyways, he ends up, it looks like, I shouldn't say it's The factual. accusations are. The accusations are he has been paying this girl's mother money to somewhat keep this under wraps, I guess, or maybe not. I don't, I don't know exactly. Is that what they money laundering? Is that what the, the, the- I don't think it's money laundering. It's kind of- Paying somebody for an underage girl. I think girl. that is a separate part of this. Yes, there is part of the that. money There's... laundering charges stems from allegations that he made payments to the minor's mother. So yes. I, I'm wondering if that like kind of goes okay. All right, gotcha. Yeah. So this is and that's yeah. That's I guess it can be considered that. I'm not in this whole thing of of law. I am wow. not good at except this is just the more tweets i read from whether it's hector gomez or jeff passan is just making me go this is getting really dirty really ugly and i don't think i'm going back on my word here from what i know now i don't think wander is ever going to play baseball again you know it's, this is interesting sorry Corey. I, i'm thinking just a little bit more about what you were just saying per that story is i wonder if part of the accusation is then that you're like 
now we're just giving this money or keeping this money with a family friend. Because laundering is yeah. a, a lesser violation. Yeah, and uh, then they're like, that's not what was happening. What was happening was he was paying for X, Y, or Z. So what supposedly is going to happen tomorrow is we're going to find out what the next phase of this is going to look like. The judge could just release Wander Franco on bond. Uh, you could prevent him from leaving the Dominican Republic or you know, demand that he has to continually check in. So you're going to kind of, it's yeah. kind of like the pre-trial hearing, essentially, yeah. that's we're going to find out about tomorrow. And then we'll move into yeah. the next phase of this, which, uh, look, I, I, I was... You've all, have you always felt like Wander's never going to play again? A little bit. If, let me just say this. Yeah. If it proves out that the accusations were true. Because if they're not, like, obviously, that's a whole different deal. But... The way I heard the accusations as you were describing them to begin with last year, yeah, I just thought, my goodness, that sounds like something that is impossible to come back from because not only will there be jail time involved with it, I think about, I can't remember the kid's name, the hotshot draft prospect, yeah. the pitcher. From or, was it Oregon State or something like <laughs> who that? Who was supposed to be like okay. top of the draft, unfreaking believable. And then accusations about underage stuff came out, and they were nobody would touch him at all. And yeah. I, I realized that Franco has already shown his ability to play at this level. It's just a lot of these allegations sound really, really bad. And yeah. if you go through a trial, even if you are found to be not guilty, there's a stigma that people are going to carry that with him. Yeah, and here's what I don't know about the law. This is all opinion. Uh, and it's based off of what we think we know, not even know. If sure. this if this mom was taking money from Wander Fran Franco for her daughter to have a relationship with Wander and saying, I will try my best to keep this under wraps or whatever it is, but you have to give me money, shouldn't she go to prison too? Yeah, that like, it what, does if this is, seem like it's a prostitution sort of yeah. thing. With an underage, with a 14-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah. And and so I just look at Wander. If all of this is what we're hearing, if it is factually true, Wander should go to prison. And yes. I don't know for how many years. I don't know the, the law of how many years you go to prison for doing this. It should be enough for people to stop trying You'd to do this. You probably think it's more than it actually right. is. And then I would think if a, a mom is taking money in this situation and somewhat okay with this, that she should be penalized tremendously too for her involvement in this. Okay. So yeah, I, I agree with you on that. You know, it's really interesting. I, I know these two things aren't seemingly related, but people are already bringing up okay. on the fan text. If Trevor, Pow if Trevor Bauer got froze out, it is an odd deal to be like, hmm. Yeah, but you weren't a good teammate, so we can't bring you in. But you, people seem to like you, so we're going to yeah. go ahead and forgive that. But that is the way of the world, Reputation I guess. Reputation yeah. is a big thing. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to go to another baseball nugget, which I found very interesting kind of over the weekend, and now there's even more news to this. Chris Sale, one of the best pitchers in baseball five years ago yep, and has dealt with injuries for – the past three to four years where he hasn't really pitched at all. I think he's has like 32 starts in the last three plus years. I thought that dude was going to dominate for such a long yeah. time. And he did throw weird and his arm doesn't work as well anymore. 
the Braves are always a scary organization. They always seem to be a step or two ahead of everybody. So the Braves trading for Chris Sale makes me wonder, do the Braves know something that all of us don't know about Chris Sale? Is he about to come back and be a dude who can start 25 to 32 games and be a really good pitcher? Because they gave him an extension uh, that we found out this morning about Chris Sale. So they gave him a two-year extension on his contract. So now they they believe Chris Sale has a lot left. Right. Because I understand possibly taking the risk on Chris Sale. But then to give him a two-year extension makes you believe, I know Chris Sale's going to come back and be good at pitching a baseball again. What's what, Do you know the extension number offhand? Was it 2 38. for 38? Okay. It was so, an $18 million club option for 2026. All right. So... And Sale's previous deal had was for 2024 with an option for 25. Okay. All right. So they did extend him out because I heard okay. Atlanta was paying a ridiculously low amount of this contract okay. when he came in, like it's, 500 it's 17 grand. to 18 and new guaranteed okay. money. He was right. due 27 and a half. That, that is an interesting point. I Do you think that's a gamble worth taking then? In a weird way, if it's the Braves, then I say they okay. know what they're doing. Right, I know right, this right. this is this goes to That's the, really interesting. This goes to the organization and are they good or not good? And I feel like the Braves are good, and so I think they know something that we don't know. That they know that Chris Sale is gonna come back and be good. Because they traded Vaughn Grisham. And if you don't know who Vaughn Grisham is, he was supposed to be the everyday shortstop in 2023 for the Atlanta Braves. Now, they decided to go in another direction, and I believe it was Arcia. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Orlando. I'm drawing a blank on his name. He made the all-star team. Now, the the shortstop position in the National League was a weak position last year. For some reason, a guy like Francisco Lindor did not have a good first half. Like the, It was just... For some reason, shortstop last year in the National League wasn't great. But I'm going to give you the 22-year-old Vaughn Grisham's number. Remember, he was only 22 years old last year in AAA. He batted 330 with a 921 OPS. He had, in 102 games in AAA, he only had 66 strikeouts. And now 56 walks isn't something to write home about, but that's not bad. If you look at one strikeout per walk... That is tremendous in the game of baseball today. I understand. I can't go to Tony Gwynn or Rod Carew. That that time is over. But if you look at some of his numbers and you look at what he did at 22 years old and then you go back and look at, all right, well, what did he do at 21 years old in A-ball and double-A? He batted 324 with an 899 OPS. This dude is a stud prospect who plays second short and third and is athletic enough that I think you can stick them in the outfield and be okay it take them a little bit of time to learn it so they traded a premium prospect to me but then that makes me worry if I take a what I think is a premium prospect back from the Braves recently you think he's gonna fail and I'm like they, they know they out. know something I don't know they know that Vaughn Grisham isn't gonna be a good right. major leaguer and that's not fair to Vaughn Grisham it's not fair the to the Red Sox it's not fair to to a lot of things but in a weird way they traded a premium prospect then they give Chris Sale an extension. I'm like, what do the Braves know about Vaughn Grisham that I'm not getting? And then what do they know about Chris Sale that I'm not getting? Interesting, interesting points there. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.